Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It is your boy, K-Troll, on the mic today. I am rocking this chubbies here. I've got Bill Belichick over there in his Patriots gear, just savoring that big victory against the Bills this week. It's week seven action that we've talked about from last week. We're going to be talking about week eight coming up here. Very special segment we're going to get into as well. What's going on, E? What, what, well, first of all, I'm not, I'm not Bill Belichick this week. Last week I was, where I had the hood and the headphones and I guess yeah. it worked because, uh, yeah, who would have thought that the, the hapless Patriots would be who everyone thought the Bills would be a Super Bowl contender? Maybe not. They're four and three. Uh, haven't so. looked spectacular. But yes, rocking my old Jules Edelman jersey. Who tweeted? Nice. Who tweeted? Are we back? And the answer is no, Julian. We are not back. But not even close. I appreciate Julian Edelman because he. He actually keeps it very real. Like he's gone on the Kelsey podcast. He's gone on like a lot of different ones. And he, you know, he'll, you know, say his mind and talk about like why, what the Patriots are doing wrong. And he's not afraid to go up against Bill Belichick. But at the same time, he still has that respect for his coach and the staff and everything the Patriots have done. So I like his take. I like what he says. But uh, I wonder if there's a little ingest because we are not back. <laughs> we, we are They're not, not back. back. They're not back at all. Um, I do like how like, I've heard a lot of players who worked in that system kind of be like, hey, it takes a certain kind of player to be successful in this type of coaching style and this kind of system and all that. It's not about like better players will perform better. It's like, no, you just need to be motivated a certain way. Yeah. You need to be coached a certain way. And if that it's, works for you, it's a great fit. And if it say, doesn't, it's a terrible fit. It's not for everyone. And, you know, unfortunately for the Patriots and Bill Belichick, I just think they're so stuck in that mindset the mentality and so they're not adapting to the new you know uh era of players and the new kind of where the nfl is headed and so it's just now it's kind of that just stick in the mud nope we're gonna keep doing it this way and unfortunately the amount of players who want to play for that it's kind of like this it's it's dwindling. yeah well, we talk about it in the workforce we used to talk about it in the workforce all the time but like that's the way it's always been done is like a death phrase for a company and for a generation of people talent just like in a, in a workforce same thing is true in the nfl like the talent that are coming into the league are younger and younger and younger. And like, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to be, they don't want to be coached a certain way that worked 20 years ago. And like, they have respect and reverence for the way it was done. But like, that doesn't mean you have to do it that way. Now, like, just make a few right. tweaks maybe. And you can, you can still have all the respect for your players, but also maybe, uh, you know, let somebody talk to the media occasionally or whatever it is. <laughs> There's like absolutely none of this, you know? So it kind of reminds me of, I, I, I can't remember if you were a big Simpsons guy, but like way back in the day, when Mr. Burns had his softball team and he got like Don Mattingly, I think he got Ken Griffey Jr. And uh, he just kept saying like, Mattingly, shave those sideburns. And he like shaved his entire head and he kept like saying, Mattingly, shave, shave those sideburns. He's like, I don't, I don't know. I, I've shaved everything I have. <laughs> same, same idea. So, yes. Well, I am, uh, I am currently consuming an alcoholic beverage, as you may have noticed. And because, in part, I thought of a segment for today that we could do, which is players who make me want to drink. And the reason I thought of this is like a seven-step process to get there. (laughs) I was thinking, I was like, okay, we're maybe it's like a third of the way through the season, uh, autopsy kind of thing. I was like, well, no, we're actually seven weeks in. I was like, seven weeks in, seven to heaven, seven to heaven. And we were thinking, okay, where did I learn seven to heaven? I came from this drinking game. We used to play in college called Kings. I was like, let's talk about Kings on the segment. And they're like, then we can talk about players who make me want to drink. I'll have a beer. I'll have players who make me want to drink. I'll drink. See, but it's it not all just worked its way out. It's not fair because where you record is literally your bar. So you can just literally stand up, grab yourself one and, and go from there. I cannot. Sure. I do not have a keg reader. I wish I did, but you win. So yes, 
players you want to make you drink. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Because uh, there are definitely a lot of them. And I know there are a lot. Oh, Before yeah. we get into the players, though, I do yeah. want to hit that Kings thing real quick because I want to know <laughs> what you remember from Kings. Can you name all of the cards? No, hell no. I, I started remember... naming the car today, and there's one that I can't remember. Okay, but I think so... I got the rest of them. All right, let me see. I mean, I'm going to remember like maybe a third if that. Two is you for you, that. three you is for that. me, four. For the ladies, we're not going to say the word. Four yeah, is for I ladies. figured it was that. I didn't want to say it. Five, uh, skip. Six for the guys. <laughs> Seven heaven. Eight is great, but was that like you share with someone? What was eight? Eight was a waterfall. Eight was a waterfall. Nine. No. Nothing. Ten. No, I'm, I'm pretty much out. <laughs> I'm pretty much out after that. Okay, so you missed five, which is thumbs. Which you got to put your thumb on the table. Oh, yeah. That was so thumbs. king, obviously, you had to put your king on top of the cup, right? King was you had to pour whatever you were drinking into the communal cup and put the king on top of it, yes. Yeah, okay. And eventually, whoever had the last king in the game drink, had to drink whatever. whatever was in the communal cup. And this could be a combination of beers or beers and other things. So people would be drinking... A, a liquor drink of some kind, wine, whatever they were whatever drinking would go into that communal root beer at times, whatever it was would go into that communal cup. Does wild Irish rose count as wine? Because that's uh, be fortified, like, uh, a nice Pinot Noir here. Like, oh, let me just. <laughs> that's true. When I said wine, I really meant wild Irish rose, like a fortified wine or Franzia slap the bag. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe Boone's Farm. But um, yeah, so you missed, you missed the thumb for five. For five. Uh, ten was categories. Oh, yep. Okay. And eight was waterfall, oh, nine Buster Rhyme. Did you get Buster Rhyme? No. Queen was questions, right? Queen was questions. Yes. You could only the king was pour into the cup, and ace was make a rule. Okay. You get to make a rule, which was like every, yeah. you know, between T Rex people or you had a British accent or whatever. So I'm guessing Jack, I can't remember. Jack. Yeah. I don't know. I, I got nothing on Jack. We'll have to uh, call in some of the experts. Yeah. Who would know, know that? You're about to Google it, but I feel like you can't Google it. I feel like it'll be different for like okay, fine. no Googling. No Googling. No I'm, just gonna, Googling. I'm gonna let it marinate and we'll come back to it. But anyway, let's give you just take all the cards, you spread them out around a cup in the middle, face down, and then people just pull them one at a time. It's really just a completely a social game, but it's entirely there's no purposes, no winning this game. There's no losing this game. Like there are other games we played where it's like there's a winner and loser, not this one. This not had this one, one purpose. Unless, like, but let's be honest, we would always just kind of gang up on, like, one or two people, like, two for you, and it would just be like, it's That's always true. the same person. It's like, okay. That's true. Did you ever have a strategy to that? Was there ever any kind of strategy where you're like, I don't feel like we ever thought that far ahead? No. <laughs> it was like, oh, let's drink. Let's play a game with these cards. Perfect. In. Strategy yes. done. Completely made up. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, there you go. There it is. Um, <laughs> so, now here we are. And I've got plenty of players on my teams that are making yeah. me want to drink. But I also went around the league and went through our draft recap and tried to see what other players are probably bothering some people right now. So we're going to try and be fair to the other people who aren't <laughs> on my fantasy team. But a lot of these names are guys that I own. I just got to be honest because I know they're making me want to drink. So that's fair. So why don't you start off with since, you know, obviously your team is struggling. And uh, so give us your number one player on your team that makes you want to drink. Well, it's my number one pick, Austin Eckler, honestly. Yes. It's two weeks in a row coming back. So first off, incredible first week, which is exactly what you expect, like 25 points kind of week. And then he gets injured, and he's gone for three three weeks plus a bye. So like I missed him for four weeks. And he comes back and has two stinkers. <laughs> and I'm just like, 
like I don't think he came back too early and he's still injured. No. Although he did kind of tweak his ankle in the last game, this past game. But like I need 20 points out of this guy every week, and I'm I get five this past week. <laughs> I get, you know, like, I that's get just five. not that's that's the story of my team is like guys yeah. that are not even meeting their projections, you know, and well, the Yahoo projections I often disagree with, but like we're not even we're not even in the same realm half the time. And I don't know if you're gonna mention this next guy, but uh I mean you literally have running backs one and two from last season. You have Austin Eckler and Josh Jacobs. So I don't know if he was also on your list. I'm sure he is, but talk about not even coming close to expectations either. My God. So yeah, I think just your running back room, just get a keg to make one. Get a keg for the running back room. Shockingly, Josh Jacobs has been one of my more stable running backs. If you can believe it, he hasn't been amazing. Um, He had, he had two like really good games, like 20 pointers and the rest were like, you know, 10, 12 kind of range which is not good but <laughs> at least it's it's stable you know he didn't have a good for where you drafted him in, at, in the second round which is unfortunate not what so, you want yeah. in your second round pick but like he had five points this past week so that definitely killed me but like i don't know i, I just austin eckler is one that you expect is like a cheat code right he and christian yeah. mccaffrey like guaranteed 20 points a week and it's just he hasn't done it and i've got him in like three <clears throat> different leagues you know i'm just like i'm, I'm heavy on him yeah and I think we should put an asterisk here that like we're not going to name anybody like a Nick Chubb because like he had a freak season-ending injury. Like of course, like people drafted him in the first round, but like that's that's not going to. You be already one. drank for Nick Chubb. You drank he, a he already you already poured one out when that happened, so that's not yes. like kind of one of these. So, yep. but kind of along the same lines of Austin Eckler, one on my team who's making me want to drink is Aaron Jones. So granted, I didn't pick him as high as your other guys. I think, where did I get him? I got him in the third. So actually yeah. relatively high. He's Still my first high. running back off the board. And once again, has a great week one, exactly what I'm expecting with him. Like get a catching passes. He's getting some running yards. Then he gets hurt. So I'm like, okay, it's a nagging injury. They hold him out for a little bit. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. Get him healthy. Comes back for a game. Says he's fairly good to go. Runs five plays and he's done. Then he sits out another game, and he's been questionable this entire time. So I don't know what to do. It's either be hurt or don't. Like, don't yeah. do this back and forth. So that's why I'm just like, ugh, it's brutal. Uh, Which, because- by the way, I've got to give an honorary, at least for one week only, people who make me want to drink, Bijan Robinson. <laughs> Bijan Robinson shows up active, has no no one has heard anything about him having an illness, and suddenly just doesn't play. <laughs> Headache, <laughs> like, man. I got Bijan. He's been great. And he gets a donut. <laughs> he had a headache. He had a headache. So, yeah. So yeah, that was uh, that's a reason to drink this week. But yeah, yeah, I'm with you. And so I'll just keep going on my roster because two of my receivers, including one in Green Bay, Christian Watson, make me want to drink. Like he was injured. <laughs> he was injured uh, in like training. I guess it was like I drafted the day before the NFL season started without knowing anything about an injury. And yeah. that was a Thursday night game, of course. And he didn't play till Sunday. Somewhere between when I drafted him Wednesday. And Sunday, he was injured and he missed like four weeks. <laughs> I was like, I would not have taken you as like the, right. the fourth or fifth round or whatever had I known this. But so here, here I am. I've got Christian Watson, but I feel like really strongly about him. I think he is a complete stud, a complete freak on the field. I mean, but even when he gets out there, it's like five targets, you know, and three for 27 this week or something. I'm like, I can't live with five points from my wide receiver, too. You know, it just doesn't, right. it doesn't work. So it's a combination of the injury, but also the unfortunate part is Jordan Love has just all of a sudden taken 30 steps backward. At the beginning of the season, he looked pretty competent, pretty solid. Like, okay, Jordan Love, doing pretty good. Now he's just falling off that cliff. So that's also something kind of working against Grinch Watson and Aaron Jones for that matter. So that that's kind of like a double whammy. So take two yeah. shots for that one. Uh, yeah, totally. Totally. All right, so I'm going to jump. 
I'll, I'll come back to my team, but jumping off of it, I think one person for sure, this is on my dynasty team, but in our league, one Joe Burrow, just because he is one that, you know, people were putting in that, you know, obviously the tier one is your Mahomes and your, your Josh Allen and, and probably Jalen Hurts up there. And then Joe Burrow was leading that next right below that next tier. And he was going as high. He went as high as second round in our league, you know, third, just because people are starting to go on those runs of quarterbacks. And what the hell? Like, we know he had that calf injury a month before the season, but did anyone expect this? And especially for how high people are taking him, uh, you know, and inspecting Jamar Chase, it's affecting T. Higgins, it's affecting everybody on that offense. So, my God, I know in my dynasty team, which is just garbage right now, it started with him uh, not doing anything. And obviously, I have T. Higgins in that league too. So, both of them are making me want to drink. T. Higgins for sure is making people want to drink because, yeah. It's like it's like eight targets, no catches, kind of weird. It's a weird How did that happen. The weird <laughs> vibe going on there. I think there's I think there's uh some disgruntled situation going on there as well. Which, where T. Higgins is like, I'm not gonna get a contract here because you, you just paid Joe, you're gonna pay Jamar. T. Higgins is gonna be a free agent after this year. I know we don't have the technology on our live podcast. Go rewind the tape because I said that. Week one or something like, no, he's not. That's not it. He's not worried about it. I'm like, I'm just saying I took my hot take was T Higgins was not going to be, was he going to be a little bit of a bust this year? And that was your overreaction from week one. Yeah. Maybe you nailed it. Maybe, maybe you nailed it. Know something nobody else does. (laughs) That's me. I know. I know a lot of nothing that nobody else knows. I think you said that because he was on your dynasty team and you're like, it's going to happen. He's going to be garbage because I dropped (laughs) him so high. (laughs) Yeah, T. Higgins will bounce back at some point, but it may not be this year, unfortunately. Which is it so may crazy. not be this year. Uh, I'll go back to the well on my team because I got plenty more <laughs> options here. He'll keep um, going. I've got Amari Cooper in several leagues, and Deshaun Watson's injury has definitely played a part in this. And and he's been actually terrible as a quarterback in general. But like yeah, at least when he's healthy and playing full games, Amari Cooper was having decent games, some decent games. He's just falling off the cliff, man. Like. I don't know if it's like PJ Walker can get him the ball. I, I think he can. I mean, he had like 11 targets or something one week with PJ. Like, I think it can happen, but uh, I'm nervous to start him every single week now where I'm just like, I yeah. I got to see it. And of course, he'll blow up on my bench. And of course, I'll put him in the next week and he'll get me three points. It's like, that makes me want to drink. That makes me want to drink. <laughs> damn you, Amari Cooper. <laughs> damn, damn you, Cooper. I see, it's just one of those things. Sometimes if you have too much depth, that makes you want to drink just alone because you got to make those tough decisions. But he's also just been – the Browns have just been frustrating as a whole. Uh, I was laughing talking to my brother this weekend. I was like, I, my stupid team. I was like, I just have too many good players. And he's like, you're right. You've got too many good players at one and six and the lowest <laughs> points in the league. <laughs> like, but weirdly, it is still a problem for me because I still put – Weirdly, it is. And he got 25 points on my bench. And Amari Cooper would give me like three. And I'm just like, ah. There was a string of three weeks where you didn't start Zach Moss. And he had like 25, 30, like 25. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it's killing whoa. me. It's straight killing yeah. me. Uh. Another player that is not on either one of our teams, but I just think has been a disappointment and making people want to drink is James Cook. You know, everyone's saying he was clearly going to be the lead running back in the backfield for Buffalo. Everyone's had high expectations for that offense alone and just the team in general. And then you got 58-year-old Latavius Murray snaking carries, and especially near the goal line. Like, James Cook, this was your job. You are now losing carries to Latavius Murray. So – I mean, in our league, he went in the fifth round. And I know one Kyle Seeger, friend of the podcast, has him, I think, as his running back one or two, just, again, thinking that he was going to be this guy that was going to surprise people. And 
he has surprised people for the wrong reasons, but I guess the Bills are kind of doing that too. Outside of Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, that offense has just been devoid of anything. Any fantasy it's been a wild card, man. Because because like they were Gabe Davis had like three or four weeks in a row where he scored a touchdown. And he was great, and then he just fell off the map. And you had the tight end situation. Like, who do you start? Dawson Knox, Dalton Kincaid. Kincaid yep. had a hot start, then he fell off the map entirely. Now Knox is hurt, and Kincaid has a great game. And it's like I don't know who I'm supposed to play here. Uh, Latavius Murray is a name I thought I would not have to mention ever again. Ever again. Podcast, <laughs> Here we, alas, here we are. Here we are. I think in a similar situation, though, you've got Ramondre Stevenson, who people were super yeah. high on this year. Second, third round type pick, maybe third uh, in our <laughs> league. And Zeke, the ghost of Zeke Elliott, is freaking vulturing touchdowns from him. You know, he had like, he's had a couple of good weeks on both sides of the, of the season so far, sandwiching three just putrid weeks, you know? And I'm sure that's making me want to drink. I'm sure they're just like, stop giving the ball. To 40-year-old Zeke, you've got this young stud running back who can convert at the goal line. Yeah. Well, That's I have him. I have Ramondre in our neighborhood league. So, yeah, he's been kind of brutal for me. Just He's been – once again, it's, it's okay. He has some okay games. But you can't have that when you're drafting him. You know, I went basically running back zero in that league because I got Stephon Diggs. I got Tyreek Hill, you know, Calvin Ridley. So, I, I waited on running backs. And I thought, oh, Ramondre is a great – value here i think i got him in the sixth or something round it's like this is a great value uh no it, no. it has not been a great value it's been a well the receiving value. is is like completely saving him but um yeah. you mentioned calvin ridley that's another one i think is making me want to drink because I've, I've got him in a couple weeks too where i'm just like what yeah. happened it's great week one and then just do 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 and then he had right like now. one decent week and then after that it's been garbage one catch uh, for five yards is past like i i can't i don't know i can't start him right now no i'm yeah, I hope he's not listening, but I'm trying to trade him in our neighborhood league. So um, I'm trying to. Anyway, you hope uh, you're not listening or everyone in your neighborhood because I hope everyone in our neighborhood. They're both equally unlikely to be listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, another running back, kind of sticking with that. And I, I think he just makes me want to drink in general, just I guess. But it's also shame on me. So I guess that's why I should also be drinking is Cam Akers. So obviously, last year he had that tumultuous time in. I was about to say St. Louis with the Rams and, but he came on at the end of the season strong and like, Oh, okay. He's back. And they're like, yes, he is our guy coming into the season. And then no, he's going to be disgruntled again. And then they're going to trade him to Minnesota behind. Madison's been doing nothing. Also someone who might make you want to drink, but then you're behind him thinking, okay, he'll, he'll start still. No, he's still doing absolutely nothing. I think this past week he had the most carries he's had all season with 10 and he got like 30 yards. But, you know, he went in the sixth round in our league. I have him in my neighborhood league thing, and he'd be a great kind of flex option. No, he is absolutely not at all. Right now and not at all. Makes me want to drink. There's a lot of running backs on this list. I'm going to hit two of them real quick here, too, because they're both second-year guys, Rashad White and Damian Pierce, who we thought big things for Damian Pierce in particular. Um, you know, he's starting to yeah. get passing down work. All of a sudden, they're talking about how he's such an integral part of the game plan. CJ Stroud comes out and looks super competent, like a really decent quarterback. That was your biggest concern going into the season was, are they going to be able to run the ball because they're going to get steamrolled by people? Well, they're winning games or hanging in games. Their defense has been really better than expected. Stroud's moving the ball on offense in the passing game. So you're thinking, what a great situation for a stud running back. Well, the last game they played, which they had a bye week this past week, but two weeks ago, he split carries with Devin Singletary. (laughs) Why in the hell is Devin Singletary touching the ball? Like, Damian Pierce is like this freak athlete, Marshawn Lynch comp, you know, like that's your guy, man. Give him the rock. And 
I don't know. I, I don't, I mean, it just doesn't have it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. That's bizarre. Um, I, I think this is a given, but I think what, what makes me want to drink is just the tight ends position uh, in general, because literally like outside of Travis Kelsey, there's, I mean, you might throw in Mark Andrews, but it's just so inconsistent and just so devoid of anything. Uh, although I will take it back for this past week because it was National Tight Ends Day. True, uh, true. It was their day. And they actually had a great they day. They balled out, to be honest. Mike they did kind of had a out. touchdown. Darren Waller had a touchdown. Let's see. Yeah. I think Kelsey had a touchdown. Um, who Kelsey else? didn't have a touchdown, but he went like – But he had a big day. 11 for 150 or something crazy. So, But the reason it made me think of the tight end position was, is George Kittle because he's one of these guys who could be a Travis Kelsey type, that he's just that big, athletic, has hands like a beast – and he'll just he's a freaking roller coaster ride. So there's one game he has one catch for nine yards. And then, you know, last week he this on Monday, he had what seven for fifty-eight, which is a good day. Um, so but again, just on well, two weeks ago, he had three touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. But then after that, he'll just he'll throw up donuts. Oh man. It's like, why would you not just establish, especially with a, a quarterback like Brock Purdy, you know, who's not necessarily fl- flinging it downfield, he's more of a you know 15 to 20 yards type Crossing of guy. Routes. Yeah, yeah. That's just that would be Kittle just nom 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 all day. But again, it's just nope. He's a tight end. So, but I guess you, if he lined up as a wide receiver, he'd be a stud. But since he's a tight end, it's devoid. he's too good at blocking. Remember, <laughs> that's the whole thing on him. He's too good of a blocker. I thought that was <laughs> Kyle Pitts. They just want to put him in blocking on Arthur Smith. Like Kyle Pitts, like they cannot connect with that dude. He has to make the most ridiculous catches ever in Did order to get any like, ball behind the back, behind the back, one handed. He's like this is. The only way I can catch a ball is if I make the craziest catch you've ever seen because they're never anywhere close to me. Yes. They cannot they cannot figure out timing with that guy. I don't so know. Again, that's why tight ends they just make me want to drink. It's just ridiculous. Here's Ugh. one vote, and I've said it before. Here's one vote for eliminating it from fantasy entirely. <laughs> I've already gotten rid of kickers. I got rid of defenses. Don't make me get rid of tight ends too, because I'll but, do it. And this, you're probably mock me for this, but that's why, you know, for the so long where I waited on quarterbacks. And that's why I just took a – I wanted Mahomes, but I got Josh Allen in the second. Now it's like, screw it. Kelsey first, quarterback in the second, and then um, – Figure out the rest. Go from there. Because yep. otherwise, Tyler Higby, I had to – granted, I drafted Pat Primer. He got hurt, and he's just – now he's on the IR, so gone. Uh, picked up Tyler Higby. He sucks. He got like 30 <laughs> points. Uh, and now I'm starting Dalton Schultz, who actually has – Throwing together a couple of good games, but three uh, good games in a row. I had Cole Komet, who had to like 25 points in a week, and then eight and then zero. So <laughs> yeah, zero. I dropped him. I'll take Dalton Kincaid. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you there. We, yeah. it, it was what's crazy is like you could rewind to season two, episode 10, and probably hear us saying, I <laughs> promise <laughs> next year I'm taking Travis Kelsey in the first and Mahomes in the second. And then, in like, my- every episode after that, you saying the same thing, and you got neither of them. <laughs> I couldn't. So in the first round, I'm I, I'm looking at our draft results. Uh, freaking Mahomes went seventh, so I couldn't have gotten him. Yeah. Uh, and okay, Kelsey won eleventh. I could have gotten Kelsey. You could have gotten Kelsey. I didn't. Kelsey, I've added to this year. Kelsey, I've added to this. You year. no, you said that last year. I will find the tape. I will find the tape. You said, said I'm going Kelsey first, Mahomes second. You said it. Well, once Mahomes went in the first, I was like, ah, oh, there goes my connection. There goes my strategy. It's, it's yeah. all gone. It's ruined. It's all gone. It's all gone. So instead, I went Diggs and Allen. That's kind of working. Which has been a great strategy, but you're still bitching about tight ends. So I am. Here I we am are. still bitching about tight ends. Uh, about, I got another name for us here. How about right. Najee Harris? <laughs> oh, <laughs> gosh. Like, 
I had Najee in our dynasty league, and I was like, I grabbed Eckler and McCaffrey, which I thought was a great setup. I know it's dynasty. You want these guys long term, but like for a win now roster, that's killer. Yeah. I've already talked about Eckler being a problem, but then I was like, I got to get some younger running backs. So I ended up getting Najee and DeAndre Swift. Najee, like, what are you doing in Pittsburgh? Need like Jalen Warren is apparently like really athletic and really good. <laughs> apparently, Najee's like going down, but they still give him 15 carries a game and he gets like 48 yards. One of them is gonna fall into the end zone, maybe. Like, I, I can't figure it out. Like, I don't think they're they're not even running the ball as much in tandem as Najee is accustomed to running by himself. So I don't, I don't know what's happening. And you know, Kenny Pickett's ass ain't throwing the ball 40 yeah. times a game. So like I, I don't know what I don't know what they're doing in Pittsburgh, but it's not working for my fantasy team, and I need them to stop. I feel like he and Kyle Pitts have kind of had the same trajectory in terms of they both had great rookie years. You know, Kyle Pitts over a thousand yards, Najee was over a thousand yards, and then they've just kind of just gotten worse. And now I think for Kyle Pitts, it's just they don't know how to use him, and they're not utilizing him. Whereas Najee Harris just looks bad. He just, he just does he? I don't get to I don't get to watch any of the Pittsburgh games. You don't, don't watch really any know. Steeler games, man. I don't know how it looks, but it must be bad. And Jalen is Jalen Warren the answer? Like, is he going to take over? Do you think? Is he the guy? I don't know. Because I, I, I got them both in my dynasty league, and I'd be happy <laughs> to start one of them if I knew that that guy was going to be better than the other one. But it's it's hard to know any given week. I'll take it. Makes me want to drink. It makes me want to drink. It does. So, you know, I get it. I get it. So I don't know that that's. We went through a lot of players that kind of make us want to drink. Um, how about this? On the flip side, are there any that give me give me one that has been a pleasant surprise that makes you want to drink in celebration? On my Ooh. team? Yes, um, on your team. Josh hmm. Dobbs? Josh Downs? No, Dobbs. <laughs> you started I him. Josh Dobbs as a, as a streamer. I know. No, yeah, this week. He got me like 15 points, which is not that great, <laughs> but it was fine. CJ Stroud has been like pretty good, but not incredible. I had Anthony Richardson. He was exciting there for a hot minute. On my team, no. No. On my team, the answer is no. (laughs) No, there's no one on my team that I'm just like, what a man, that has turned out to be a really great, consistent, solid pick. I'm excited about Josh Downs. I got him off waivers the same week that I think everyone was jumping on. Uh, Josh one of the other rookies. Maybe Tank Dell. I think it was Tank Dell. Well, Uh, maybe Josh Palmer. One of those because I remember that week I got Palmer and you had the waiver priority above me by one. I was like, ah, he'll probably get him, and you went with down. So I mean, yeah. both working out, but yeah, they are working out. They are working out. So Josh Downs has been has been nice, especially with Gardner Minshew, who's thrown it more effectively, I think, than Richardson. But so he's like the, the lone bright spot on my team, honestly. Like it's 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 really pretty grim. It's okay. really pretty grim. That's fair. Uh, so the one guy, or not the one, but one guy on my team who I'm cheersing and drinking in celebration is Alvin Kamara. Uh, and that's because, you know, I got him in a good value a little bit later just because of his three game suspension. But, you know, since I got him around seven since then, I mean, he's been steadily catching seven to ten balls each game from Derek Carr. Uh, obviously, Jamal Williams being hurt for a little bit has helped his stock, but I don't think he's gotten less than 18 points for me in the in the few weeks he's been in. So I'm, the receptions have been so money for him. So, yeah. money. and see, that's. That's what it was missing when Jameis was quarterback. Like he, when he and Jameis were together, it was terrible. He was that was wild last player. year. I remember that. Yeah, it never it was worked. Just bizarre. And so, yeah. but now they have like a Derek Carr type. I think that's a perfect fit for him, and and it's and it's paying off. So I've been I've been pretty fortunate with that. So here's what that reminds me of. Do you remember when we first started this league? We used to get a point for a carry. 
So every oh running back, gosh. every time you got a carry, you get a point. And I remember Jamal Lewis on the Ravens would get like 30 carries 30 a game. Carries. This is back when the you know true workhorse backs. And he would get 30 carries a game, and he would get 30 points off of carries, but he'd have like 90 yards. 65 yards or 70 <laughs> yards or something. It was terrible. It was really – it was like the end of Jamal. Jamal Lewis is a great running back, but like it was the end of his career with the Ravens, yeah. right? But uh, it's like that with, with Camaro where it's not very efficient at all. But – you don't care as a fantasy manager, especially if you're in full point PPR, because you're like, I'll take, I'll take eight catches for 32 yards, fine by That's me. Eleven points right there. <laughs> That's eleven points, you know. And and if you add anything on the ground, which has been like 45, 50, 60 yards, like he's not running very well, honestly. But like he's getting so many receptions, you don't care. So yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. I'd be cheers into that for sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's been – I can't believe we used to do a point per rush. That's absurd. <laughs> That's yes. absurd. That's my Curtis Martin. That's why the Curtis Martin joke is always so good. <laughs> and oh Fred Taylor. <laughs> Fred Taylor. Uh, I would love to go back and look at, like, my original team and just yeah. see who was on that squad. Who was on your first ever team. Um, well, there is a history book on this thing. There is. So I'm going to throw it way back to fantasy nostalgia. Uh, and this was probably pre-doing everything on the computer. I feel like I remember being at – I don't know. It was like a summer camp and we did like a fantasy draft there. It was like with the counselors or something. And I think I was co-leading with one of my buddies like, oh, we got this great strategy. We're going to get the entire Pittsburgh Steelers offense. We drafted Cordell Stewart, Jerome Bettis, uh, who was the wide receiver at the time. Um, I don't know. But we got those three. Like, oh, we're set. We are just gold. Uh, No, we were not. (laughs) Yo, okay. So... I just picked up my first ever team on this this league in 2004 is when we started this league. That's when we started, okay. At least when I started in the league. I don't know if it was maybe around for a year or two before that. But 2004, I'm in this league, all right? Here are my running backs. These are some throwback names. Now, one of them, freaking legend in fantasy, Larry Johnson, <laughs> was a legend Larry Johnson. in fantasy yes. with the Chiefs. Oh, my God. I had him every year because he was such a stud. And after him, I had Jamal Charles every year because he was one of my favorite players of all time, especially in fantasy. So Larry Johnson was great. He had 51 and a half points in the last week of this season. I'm looking at <laughs> All right. Uh, Julius Jones, who was a running back, I guess. I think he was in the Seahawks. 54 points. Also, again, it's probably 30 carries, right? It's insane. And in oh. this name, you're going to love this name. It was a throwback. Rudy Johnson from the Bengals. Rudy with wow. an I. Rudy Johnson with the Bengals was my other running back. I had Lee Evans, who's a, a speedy receiver for Buffalo. I had Reggie Wayne, PPR monster. I had yep. Chad Johnson. I had Drew Brees. I mean, this team was a freaking stud team. Jeremy Shockey at tight end. Wow. Brian um, Westbrook on my bench because he, I guess, wasn't playing that week. I don't know. All right. I so, got negative one points from the Philadelphia defense. So that's probably what sank my team. <laughs> defense. So I – you, you made me go back. So I pulled up my, my squad. First of all, my name was team winless returns, but I was nine and five this year. So I must've, uh, must've been there. Something you must've been winless the year before. Uh, Matt Hasselbeck, my quarterback got me 24 points. First of all, I had a great last week. Uh, Tory Holt, 30 points. Chris Chambers. Remember that guy? Yeah. Dolphin points. Superman, David Patton, D'Angelo Williams, 39 points. Uh, is this Otis Smith? What? Oh, Ontario Smith. That's right. The Oregon product who played on the Vikings. Corey Dillon. Yeah. I had the New England defense. So, yes. Yep. Yeah. This was. was a nasty team. I won 213 to 171. Against, uh, <laughs> I, won. I think it was against Hova. 
I want 100, 185 to 69. <laughs> 69, yeah, that's when people would like, wouldn't put anybody in their roster. I didn't yeah. even, like, Jeremy Shockey and Drew Brees didn't even play in this week, and I still had 214 points. My oh, running backs went played, completely ham. I should have played Mark Bolger. He had 33 points on my bench. Oh. I should have played Jake Plummer for 35 points. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, I have a P. Holmes priest, but I was like, is that Patrick Mahomes? He's like, yeah, five-year-old? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Priest, Larry, and Jamal all in that same era of Chiefs running backs that were just so nasty. So ridiculous. Dante Stallworth. Wow. Wow. This is, this is a little fun little trip down memory lane. Our down memory lane. I'll drink I to that. Gotcha. We'll drink to that. Well, man, whew, hopefully uh, you didn't get too wasted after all these players who are making you drink. Uh, at least put a kink on top or something. But two for you, three for me, you know, all that fun stuff. But, man. It's going to be interesting week eight. I mean, first of all, we didn't even talk about how the NFL was just wild this past week. Uh, just upsets galore, like one in five teams winning. Bills lose, yeah. The Bears so, are winning with some kid from Shepherd College. Like, <laughs> it's it's pretty wild. It's pretty weird. But, uh, yeah, well, who you got this week? Who are you playing? Oh, I got to figure it out here. Who I have? I'm, I'm on 2004 currently. Hang on. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. I just like, I'm playing a uh, ball crack. I'm playing uh, Rice Center. Nope. That's 2004, me. <laughs> I was going to say, because I'm playing Rice Center. I you can't even you. get back to the normal year now. Oh, excuse me. I was wrong. That wasn't D'Angelo Williams. It was Dominic Williams. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing Andy this week, by the way. Dominic played, Williams. Yeah, good old Dominic seasons. Williams, a name I've never remember in my life. He played three seasons in the NFL, but he got me 39 points that game. So there you go. Uh, so, dang. All right, you're playing. I'm sorry, who are you playing? Andy. Andy. Yeah. Right, he just beat me, unfortunately. I'm projected yeah. to lose by uh, 15 already. So. <laughs> already? Yeah. He, he, beat me. he had a great week against me. He, yep. he did well. Uh, yeah, I got Rice and I the enforces, so we'll see. Uh, but, hey, man, until next time, keep on folding. Fold it.